The following podcast is a part of the Spin Studio Network. You're tuning in to Flawed and Fabulous. I'm Ash, and I like to think that we are all flawed, but we are also fucking fabulous. Welcome to episode nine. Woohoo! Nine. Oh my goodness. That is crazy. You're getting into the groove now. <laughs> I know. Almost double digits. <laughs> I know. Crazy. Oh, well, this is going to be a bit more lighthearted than all the other things that we've been talking about recently. It's been recently. heavy weeks, Yeah, that's for sure. it has. I'm kind of, um, I'm feeling it. I've been um, having a bit of an energy block of late, but um, we did have a really great weekend not long ago, which we're going to get into soon, but it's that time again. It's Angel Cards. All right, I've already cleared the energy and chosen mm-hmm. mine. And mine is Child. <laughs> Like, I can't stop getting these fucking, like, when we were in Sydney, I pulled the birth one, and now, like, it won't stop. Okay. You care deeply about children. Do I, though? (laughs) And they readily respond to your love. They do not. (laughs) All children, including your own inner child, require love, affection, and attention. You can clear and open your heart and schedule so that you can give more time and energy to the children you, who need you. No children in my life, please note. <laughs> in a child. In a child. This card signifies that a child is affecting some aspect of your question. This could be your own child, your desire for a child, a young family member, or your present or future work in helping children. Have children been on your mind lately? If so, this card is proof that whatever you've been considering is valid. This includes spending more time with children and looking into areas of employment related to young to young ones. Additional meanings for this card, your life purpose involves helping children. Be as a child, pay attention to your inner child. A child in heaven is saying, I love you. Pregnancy or adoption might be part of your life. So oh just a quick God. little reset. You can't say that children <laughs> have not been on your brain of late. If anyone who doesn't know, I've gone through, I'm going through cancer treatment at the moment, so I had to have my eggs harvested. I think that's so a massive been, like pre-baby child place. Yes. So it's been like constantly for the last month all about children whether I want children should I get the treatment should I la 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 whole thing obviously but the stuff about your life's mission is to like no, no, be around children not, that is definitely not but it it's parts okay, the parts. part that I'm pulling out for you here is be as a child <laughs> which means have a bit more fun yeah that's probably true yeah okay anyway, so I'm going with that. I just like enough angels I don't want any more discussion <laughs> of children can we just let it go for a minute the okay? angels don't give you anything you can't handle yeah, like, give me a break <laughs> Okay, shuffle, shuffle, because Courtney had pre-shuffled, so I'm like, I need to get my energy in there. I really felt like doing these today too, and I went to do them this morning. I'm like, no, no, I can't double up on the same day. Do you predict what you're going to pull? Um, sometimes when I'm holding the cards, I'll think about a certain topic okay. um, and try and attract a message in regards to that. Does other that times work? I'm just, yeah, it has actually, but just other times I'm kind of just like, oh, what's wrong with my life? Like, <laughs> tell me what to <laughs> do. Answers. All right, so, well, let's do it. Okay. What have we got? She's dividing the cards, choosing a card, and... Daydream. Hmm. Oh. You will hear more easily... Oh, sorry, I just totally ruined that. You will more easily hear and receive our messages if you daydream regularly. Relax and open your mind to receiving without directing your thoughts. Just notice any feelings, visions, or ideas as if you were watching a movie. This is the seat of creativity. The angels sent you this because... Because they wish you to be open and receive 
sorry, like honestly, what a struggle, <laughs> receptive to new ideas. It's important for you to engage in daydreaming now as a way to receive inspiration and wonderful ideas. Don't try to make anything happen. Just follow the trail of your thoughts naturally as they flow into your new way of looking at things. Write your ideas in a special journal and ask your angels for guidance on which action to take next. Take action without delay where you're guided. Additional meaning for this card, be open to new possibilities. Allow yourself to dream big. Give yourself permission to relax and let go. Try something new that you've always wanted to do. Brainstorm with yourself or others for new ideas. How does that relate to your life right now, Ash? Well, funny you mention that because while it might not seem that it's very obvious, I had a little experience this week. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, that I was very um, concerned about (laughs) prior to attending. It was a gift from a friend and um, it was going um, a session to go to an open like Heal Your Heart with Rodolfo Young, which is someone that has a very good reputation in healing and uh, cracking energy blocks and, you know, helping you heal from like past trauma or illness and da-da-da-da. when it says like just kind of go with the flow and like, you know, don't let your mind control everything, that is the complete like opposite of what happened at my experience. Um, I've one, it's at a hotel like that isn't like a five star one. It's like a, a motel. We had the conversation about a hotel motel. <laughs> so wow. It was a motel um, and I've pulled up and um, I'm like, please confirm the building name. Because Does he not usually like he's live not, here? No, he's okay. in Bali okay, and he kind of travels the world doing this healing. In motels. In Yeah, and not five-star ones. So he's definitely like keeping some cash <laughs> from the session. Um, so I've pulled up and I'm like, oh, text my friend. I'm like, I'm at such and such if I get murdered because <laughs> I'm afraid right now to go into this hotel room. So with a strange I'm, man to with touch a strange me. man. So, and, you know, I'm sitting in reception, I'm waiting, and this Jesus-looking man, like, appears, and he's lovely, he looks very caring and gentle and, you know, lighter than me, and but he has very caring eyes, and he's straight in for a hug. And I'm kind of like, oh, hello. <laughs> like, so I'm like, yes, we can hug. And then I'm like, okay, we're going up to this <laughs> apartment now. And I've walked in, and there is a, um, like, a, a, the mat like the play mat, like whatever you want to call it, on the floor. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Like I'm just – I wasn't even really in the mood to begin with that day. And then – so to wrap this up as like a short story, it was basically like slow wrestling on this mat. So Like with him. With him, Mm. yeah. So it was like a guided wrestle. So um, he was like manoeuvring me and I'm like – started laughing and I'm like, are we playing like Twister? <laughs> like I'm like, this is like so far out of my comfort zone. It's ridiculous. It's like you're on this schedule journey, but just like you're not at that N- no. pit stop Like, yet, And I know? feel like I skipped like maybe like 10 years and I've gone into the future and maybe <laughs> I want to roll on a mat with a stranger in 10 years, but right now I don't. And so what it was supposed to include was a mix of gentle stretches, acupressure, breath work and energy work, which is intended to help um, release emotions and energy blocks. And so halfway through I'm like okay surely it's over soon like because I've got my eyes closed then the next thing starts and it's this um like guided guided hand work what and so I had to put my hands on top of his hands and his hands were on my body and I had to go with where the energy was telling him to go so like 
I was just like, okay, like let's make up where my energy wants to go because my brain just wants you to get off me. So yeah. I'm like, okay, let's like just start on my shoulders. <laughs> like, so he's like, Masoni's like, you know, move if you want this to happen and stay still and push force. And I'm just like, oh, my God. And, you know, I'm lying down so my hands, I know no one can see me and I'm not smart enough to explain how my hands are. But, you know, when your blood drains from like your arms because they're in a certain position for a little while. This went for an hour. So I had lost all the blood in my hands and he wanted me to like guide him around my body. I'm like, my hands are so tired right now. Just let me lay on the mat and sleep. <laughs> like that, I'm be happy with that. Like let's and he's like, no, no. So then it's moved to like my heart area, which like obviously I've kind of said before that I have implants. And so his hands are on my heart slash implants and then he's like guide me and I'm like I cannot do this like I cannot do this and um he's like what and I'm like look my head is way stronger than my heart there is no amount of energy that is going to tell my body that you can like continue to do this and he goes okay I'll try and take over for a little bit and like see what's happening he's like you know breathe make the sound that your body wants you to make I'm like there's no sounds. I'm the breathing sound is, because I, I have to stop. Stop. <laughs> like I'm breathing because I literally have to do that to stay alive. But I am so tense and I am so freaked out you by just this. Ready. No, and he was lovely. Like he wasn't creepy. There was nothing about. He tried so hard that he was madly perspiring by the end because like I just gave him nothing. Like and he was yeah. like, okay, we'll roll you this way. And I'm like, oh, I do have a bit of a sore hip. Like you want to give me a rub on my hip? And then like it was over, and he politely said, you know, we've made a big breakthrough. Why don't you come back on Thursday for another session? And I'm like, I'm never coming oh, back to I this. was like, go check with Eden. See about school pickup three to five. Not a good time. Um, and then I was like, I just lied to him. And when he checked, he even so nice, he checked up on me later through my social media. And I was like, look, I don't want to lie about it. I'm just going, this is, you were great, not for me. And I gave my friend back the money for the present. Can just, we ask how much this type of a thing is? It was um, 150 US. Oh, okay. So it was like 200. And I assume he has like back-to-back people throughout the day. So yeah, I don't have upgraded from a motel. Yeah, I don't know how many people he had, but for the four days that he was on the coast, he was doing it. And um, I, I yeah, definitely wasn't ready. And um, I wouldn't be ready in another two days. Like I literally got home and I was the biggest, like I even want to say the C word, but I'm going to say bitch. Like I was in the foulest mood. I was like barking at the kids, like Eden. I was just like giving him deathies at the <laughs> dinner table and it got to be like seven o'clock. I'm like, I'm fucking going to bed. I'm like, this day's done. Like I'm so done. I'm like, I'm not violated, but I'm so freaked out about what just happened. And I just need to start fresh. Interesting. So yeah, I do totally get the daydreaming thing, but there's some things that the chicken before the egg, and I don't know what that was, but I'm not, not ready but something that we were ready for was our workshop in Sydney because yes. I thoroughly enjoyed that. So I think maybe we should start with like sort of a bit more about the trip than just the workshop. So we were going down there. We went with your friend Amber who's been on the Love Languages episode. Yes. And we were going down for Gabby Bernstein who is an author and just like super manifester. Yeah. I actually had a little girl crush on her by the end of the day. Yeah. Like I – because obviously from the retreat experience – this lady's obviously world-renowned, um, but I just had that, like, self-doubt. And remember I'd actually said to you that the retreat host, in my opinion, was like a try-hard yes, Gabby Bernstein. Did. So I kind of had this little bit, I really want to go. I've loved the book, the audio book. And um, 
So the yeah. book is super attractive. Super and attractor. Gabby has seven books, I believe. Yes. She's been on Oprah and does like yeah. tours and all that kind of stuff. So we were flying to Sydney, obviously right in the middle of like still right now, coronavirus. Yes. we were. And it was <laughs> the, I just had my egg harvest and the week after I was going to. Like he just had it the day like, before. Just the day before. It wasn't Such a, tree a great space. Um, <laughs> but I was having my cancer treatment the week after and you can't get sick before your cancer treatment. So like whether it's coronavirus or it's just a, the common cold, I was like, I cannot get sick here. No. So Ash was like, <laughs> I have a solution. <laughs> Tell them your solution. Ash. Well, because of my workplace, we have uh, like safety procedures. So we have um, industrial grade P2 masks on hand at all times. So we, um, I packed us some of those and they're not just like your basic like travel masks, like a scrub mask. They have like a filter on the front of like, you feel like, trapped. Like we look like the Ghostbusters walking through the airport. Everybody was we were staring like, at everyone us. Everyone will be wearing it. It's fine. No one. It was like <laughs> no. barely anyone was well, wearing it. Well, funnily enough, like a lot of Asian people. Yeah, there were, were a couple of Asian yeah, people wearing it. But the there was also and they had some really it. fancy ones with like they were black. I was yeah. like, where are they from? Because they were like. But also they were like those just ones. That yeah, do they nothing. weren't doing anything. Ours was sealed. We had like a seal with like a um, metal clip on our nose. Like nothing. By was- our return, <laughs> I was like. I think I'm claustrophobic. Like, <laughs> it was this intense. Has caused it. <laughs> the novelty wore off on the return, yeah, didn't it? But we definitely. like cleaned down. We had the um, antibacterial wipes on the plane, hand sanitizer. I just got sick, and that was the main I know, thing. I know. Well, we still have seven days to find out because <laughs> I think it's a fourteen day <laughs> oh, de- God, incubation period. But, but what I think I need to address is how you and I travel. Yes. Compared to how I am travels. Oh my God! Bless her little cotton socks. I will never get over that. I had a medium-sized suitcase. <laughs> I would describe what Ash had as like a full-size international travel suitcase and it was overweight. <laughs> and Amber Getting had what hot. I could only describe as like a lunchbox yeah. for her suitcase. It was like a carry-on suitcase. That was empty. <laughs> she took some of Ash's things into her suitcase. Like literally like an A3 bit of paper her, her bag was and I've got like a trunk. And you probably have what the standard person would yeah. would have. It was Maybe still a bit excessive bigger. for two nights. For two nights, to be honest, yeah. But, but we had like shit to do. Yeah, like, we needed we outfit changes. We had places to be, and we were just baffled by Amber. And by the end of the day, she Amber's was like, suitcase guys- was still ten kilos with five kilos of my cosmetics in it. Yeah. <laughs> by the end of the day, we had done like three costume changes, and Amber was like, "Now I see." <laughs> she stayed in the same outfit. Like, but she, you did, we didn't know. Like she just like transitioned so well with her outfit. Yeah. I'd be like, "No, no, no! This is plain attire. This is lunch yeah, attire. This like. is dinner attire." And um, yeah, I'm still. I'm like, you're making me really paranoid. Eden always takes photos to everywhere where we go with our pe- traveling friends, and he's like, "She's never coming back. Like she's packed so much." And I'm like, "I made you feel better. Mine was like still yes. excessive." Like, and then we got to the hotel and you had booked something in the same suburb as where the thing was yes, going to be. Yeah, because I didn't want us to travel far and because of like the registration period beforehand, um, I was like, oh, I don't want you walking and all that sort of stuff. And I'm like, didn't I don't know Sydney very well. I didn't want to be in cabs and traffic. We needed to have outfit changes, dinner, <laughs> lunch, all this. And as we've arrived, I'm like, God, what is this building that's <laughs> right next door to the hotel? <laughs> and she's like. I'm pretty sure that's where the workshop is. And I'm like, no. So literally like I want to say 20 minute walk. Yeah. Out the door, <laughs> into the workshop, prime so position. Perfect. It was. Then we got changed, obviously, outfit changed back at the hotel. <laughs> Number three. In, um, and we went to a restaurant called Botanica, which yes. was just like perfect Instagram vibes. I know. And then Amber, I mean, bless again her <laughs> cotton socks. She wants to go for a walk to look at like the view. <laughs> this Amber- amazing view that she told us about. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm very tired. Obviously, I've had like, and I a don't procedure. walk at the best of times, like we're in, in heels. heels. Yeah. It was a thousand degrees, and she's like, <laughs> and "It's windy. just around here," and we're like, "We've got blisters." <laughs> And I'm like, oh, this view's nice with like a don't jump off the cliff sign. Yeah, right in front, <laughs> in front of, of us. us. I'm like, good photo up. Okay, can we get an Uber back to somewhere else now, please? So then we Ubered to Catalina yes. to have a drink and it Close was closed. function. <laughs> so we like, that worked oh. out well too. Yeah, so then we just went back to the hotel, had some cocktails in the room. Plus, I was like, I'm getting you a pina colada. Like, you want one? I'm like, she didn't have a co- – oh, actually, you did have a drink. No. No, I didn't no. have one. At- no, I didn't have one at lunch and I was like, had a f- three or four. I had taken part in yes, no, and you went so I didn't want to like be off no. the tree. And then once she, you ate, it was time to move on. And then when we were like pina colada time, but then they served it with an orange garnish. I like, know. Has anyone ever received a pina colada with an orange garnish? And <laughs> and I was like, was I'm so... sorry, I'm allergic to oranges. You're gonna have to remake that drink. <laughs> and then we weren't sure whether he actually understood. Just go outside, take the orange out, and bring it back, or remake it. Yeah. We were like, no, no, fresh. Anyway, just quickly on the food stuff, we also then went to a Korean barbecue. One of the other yep. nights we went to Chin Chin, which I highly recommend. Yeah, Chin Chin was, was 10 out of 10. Yeah, that was after the workshop. Yeah, so I'm just yeah. trying to recap the social kind of things Yeah, that and, we then, did, and then um, we, we went to, the to the, what was that Italian restaurant called? Oh, yeah. Ch- Chichetti's? Yes. Crinidis. Crinidis for lunch. Yeah, that was actually, I actually really yeah. liked what I had. It was I just had. next door to the venue and we had like an hour's break between yeah. the workshop. I was proud of myself for not drinking. Mid workshop. You you wanted to stay focused. Yeah, I had nice tea. Other than that, we had a great time. We came home fully germ free again. Yes. Um, Very proud of ourselves. So, other than that, the workshop was what we were there for. So, I think that's what we get into now. Where do you want to start? Mm. Should we start with how she started? With the. Everyone stand up. (laughs) (laughs) So. I'll just take over your podcast. No, that's okay because your memory is sometimes better than mine. I'm like, huh? What are you talking about? I'm like, so I need to open my phone for my notes. Basically, obviously I have had this egg harvest on the Friday. This is yes. now the Sunday. I was going through the cancer treatment. I wasn't sure whether I wanted to have children and then I was mad that I was had that this. at the start? Yeah. Oh, so okay. I was mad that I had this process forced upon me that I had to decide on my fertility now, now, now. Then it turns out I'm not very fertile at all. It was like a whole ordeal. But you had double eggs. Double you got the phone we, call at the airport. For. Exactly. Yeah. So um, anyway, it was a bit of a, a whole, I, I put me in a funk, obviously, about kids because I just felt like I was being forced to make decisions that I was not ready to make and yeah. didn't know what I wanted to do. Anyway, so the first thing we do is she basically like introduces herself and then she's like, guys, you know what? All the mothers stand up. <laughs> And then and I'm like, anyone, oh, no, she's not. And <laughs> anyone who wants to be a mother stand So then again, I'm like, why are people forcing me to make choices? Now I'm in a room full of, I would say, 98% women yeah. who are all freaking standing. I felt so like pressured it was a to bit stand. Like weird, you were looking at me like, me. you don't want children. But also it was like... What about the women in the room that can't have children? And that, just that kind of came to fruition throughout the day that when a lot of people were talking about their energy blocks and this and their problems, that like fertility is actually such a yeah. massive, um, you and know, issue with women. we all had to applaud everyone standing. It was weird. I was kind of like. I was like, <laughs> great. <laughs> and I went like, in. And I'm with these cards today. It's like enough with the child <laughs> stuff. Okay. But it's just the universe. Yeah, so you can't stop. tell the universe to stop. Anyway, so I started off on a bit of a like uncut, like you've put me in an awkward position yeah. to start off Back with, you know. Yeah, and, like, there were some men there too who obviously, like, Got dragged along included. by their partner. Yeah, and so I felt, like, a bit, like, off-put by Isolated. That to start with, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Then we went into a meditation, I think. The, for me, throughout the day, the meditations were amazing. The first meditation, that we, and they were long, and I have never done like a guided meditation with um, actual lyrics in the song before, um, and I found that to be extremely powerful. I nearly cried in the first one, which like it was like that nose fizzing cry, not like a sob. It was like, oh, like what's all this happening? But in there my were body? a lot of people sobbing. Yeah, and there was also like I didn't open my eyes because I didn't want to cheat, but like. You know, I heard her be like, reach for the sky. So some of the people there, I can imagine they were really yes, they reaching were. for the sky. I was cheating <laughs> and there were people reaching for the sky. It was like <laughs> S Club 7, like reach. Um, so to give some more insight about what uh, like we actually went there for, the Super Attractor book is about manifestation, putting things out to the universe. Um, but Attracting also, positive yeah, things attracting, into your life. Yeah, and uh, that you may think that you're putting things out there and attracting them, but you're doing like the complete opposite. So let's talk about what it actually was about and what it was for. So yeah. it was called Super Attractor, which is about attracting positivity in your life and and manifestation. So can you explain that a little bit more? Yeah. So um, I kind of Googled the um, meaning of manifestation because I have my interpretation, but because I'm not a guru, I don't want to mislead people. So uh, manifesting is cultivating the experience of what it is that you want to feel and then living and believing in that experience so that you can allow it to come into form. So my take on that is... um, once I, before I read the book, um, I wasn't, my idea of manifestation isn't actually what it is. Oh, okay. Because I've like thought about it like basically. So it was like, whatever I think is going to happen. Okay. Um, like if you think about it, think about it, think positively, it's going to happen. But the way that she explains it in the book is that you have to actually believe it. Like yeah. You have to feel it. So whatever you're feeling and thinking is what you're going to attract. If well, it's like the secret that book. Yes. So one of the examples in that they always like to make it very simple is like people think it's like there's going to be a car park at the front of the shopping centre. There's going to be a car park. Yeah. But what it actually is is there is a car park at the shopping centre. It's like changing it from being yeah. not a wish but like a. It if is, your brain's saying this isn't going to work, yeah. yeah, this isn't going to work. There's not going to be a car space there. So um, that was for me probably one of the biggest things is that like don't – and she went through and said the type of manifestors there were, which yeah, I so really liked that she part. She had manic, manic, which is like I would think what we would be. Yeah. Like we're doing all the things, we're doing all the yes. stuff. Why aren't we manifesting everything? Like yeah. it's like a crazy like, like it, ticking the box, doing it all right. I'm researching manifesting. Come yeah, on. Like, exactly. <laughs> Got to take it down a notch. Then there's the pusher which is trying to like force manifesting, yes. I guess. And then there's the judger when you're like judging things, judging yourself. And then there's the fear, which she says like we all have that. Yes. So those are the different types she kind and of And I think the into. fear thing would be a lot because usually when people turn to um, trying to do something like this, it's because there's been something in their life where they're trying to turn around. Yeah. But if you have fear in your heart or in your head, you are going to uh, unfortunately attract that. You have to actually believe that, you know, that, you get well or this, you know, because if you're just saying I'm going to get well but you don't actually believe it, your body still has that energy. So that was one of my, um, yeah, one of my favourite things when she was describing the type of manifestors there were because it's it's a process. It's actually like this um, like spirituality where you have to be at ease but what I also liked is that she explained that she still has her days where she goes off track she just has to recenter herself to come back and be like, making bad choices, go through my process, 
and come out the I other side. I think what I liked about her is it wasn't like one of those gurus that gets up and you feel like, wow, they're perfect. They do everything right. No, like she swore. Aligned. I was like, yes. Yeah. She's like, some days you feel <laughs> shitty and some days you want to whinge and you want to complain. Yeah. And then the next day you just have to be better. So I liked that she was kind of, it felt more relatable. And authentic. Yeah. So the method that she kind of then goes into is the choose again method. So that yes. was like three stages. Do you want me to go through that? Yeah, or? if you can. I took like lots of notes because yeah, I, I don't know. know what I'm doing. So I was like, write it all down. Maybe I'll learn something. I did like there. two pages of my chunky writing. I think I had like eight pages <laughs> yeah. and Amber, I think, didn't even have a full page. I know. Because she was just like, I sitting already do the, this. Yeah. And I was like, I do not. She I need to write it all the down. Mix. Yeah. I was definitely like, oh, that, that, that resonated. I want to go back. I yeah. also wanted to go back to the book and listen to things again that maybe yeah. I skimmed over because it's an audio, making dinner, doing whatever, you can't only partially listen. Yeah. So, yeah. So the choose again method is firstly, you've got to recognize how you're blocking your super attractor. So what are the stories that I have on repeat about myself? Um, so it's like, I don't deserve things or like that kind of like negative things that make you feel shitty about yourself or like, I hate my body or, you know, like yeah. I'm not rich enough or I hate my job, all those negative kind yeah. of things that you have in your mind. So it's about recognizing what is blocking your positive attitude, I guess. Um, and then two, it's forgiving yourself for having that thought. Yeah. So she kept saying, which resonated with me, like we are not our thoughts. Yes. Um, which is interesting because like, you kind of feel like all you are is your thoughts sometimes. It's like... Well, you're usually alone with them. Yeah. So it's hard not to, um, you know, think that you are. Yeah. And but so it's like... They, your thoughts are also doubt and, you know, you can yeah. be positive fear. So that has this, you know, kind of not dark side, but yeah. it has your, your thoughts are the pragmatic brain, like especially if you're that person, like it's it's, yeah, yeah. it's like trained you to be real about situations. So to then just be like handing it over to the universe or it, yeah, it exactly. can be tricky. So it's basically like recognize what is the thing that you are negative about and then forgiving yourself for that. So mm -hmm. say it's, for instance, like I hate my body or whatever it is, forgiving yourself like a lot of women hate your body, like forgive yourself, that's okay. okay. And then the next step is to choose again and to reach for the next yeah. best and feeling. Back into step two, one of the things that I actually wrote down was take the power away from the thought. And so she said things like that that are just so simple because um, she can be explaining so much and you're kind of like, huh? Like, you know, what exactly do you mean? But just saying like, yeah, don't let, you know, the thoughts take over. Like, yeah, exactly. you know, reclaim like what you want. And then obviously, yeah, going back to what you said, choose again, the next best feeling or thought. Well, it's like one of my friends at the moment has been going through a bit of a hard time. Mm -hmm. And so she had said to me the other day, like, you know, I, I was doing something and then I just was like crying and I was really upset and I just kept thinking like, this is a really big deal. This is a really big deal. And I realized myself that, you know, I, I, stage four cancer is a bloody big deal. But I try Absolutely. the minute I try to think like, Courtney, this is, oh my God, it's so major. It's a big deal. Like, you know, life expectancy, la, la, la. I'm always like, enough. Like, yeah. no, let's make a joke of it. Let's move on. Like, put that aside. Yeah. And trying not to get caught in like how big a deal things are, yeah. you know what I mean? I feel like that's what Which resonated with me. super easy to do. And yeah, even course. from like my past experience, that was probably one of the things that I was very like focused on like the now. Yeah. I wasn't letting myself go too back into the past and I was like very uncertain about the future, but I'm like just focus on the now, deal with what I have to, don't be living in fear about what's coming, like just focus on what's happening now and try and, you know, move, move forward, move through it and, yeah. I wish that I had skills like this then. It's um, really hard to apply it, I think. So to yeah. give an example so people understand what choosing the next best feeling means. So this was my interpretation anyway. So it could be like, say, for instance, I'm like, oh, I have cancer, but it needs to be like, 
but I am healthy and there's a treatment that I can move through this. Like I can still operate my day. There's some sort of like yep. grateful, spin positive on Put spin, a spin on, on it. it. Yeah, yeah, rather than just getting bogged down with like the thought of it being stage four cancer and how dire that could be rather yeah. than like, well, what is the – it's sort of like what is the silver lining, what is the positive side of things, I guess. Yeah. But then she talked about that Abraham Hicks, was it? Abraham yes. Hicks method, yep. which is – a scale. Did you want to go more into that? Yeah, the scale is quite long, but we can like um, start maybe at the bottom. So basically, in this choose again, reaching for the next best feeling, it's um, at one to twenty-two on the emotional guidance scale, which she does go through in her book. But as you said, Abraham Hicks, it's probably on a website somewhere yeah. that we can put a link to, um, and it goes through the stages of emotion. So the the highest level of emotion is joy and appreciation, and the lowest is fear, grief, depression depression, despair and powerlessness. That's a big word. It is. (laughs) Um, And then so to give some insight on how to step through the different levels, it will um, go from fear and then insecurity is actually better than fear. Jealousy is better than insecurity and then we go further down and disappointment. Um, Then, sorry, overwhelmment. These are like long words, overwhelmment. Yeah, is you that can, a word? And then, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, so I'll move forward. So it's about just trying to move yourself up that the scale, scale to a better thought. So instead of being, you know, about blame, you then are at worry. And even though they're both sort of negative things, it's like you're still One's getting closer the to the joy. And then you get to the top one that's about hopefulness, optimism, positive expectations. Did you feel like that the balance, like, there was negative? Was, yeah. Yeah. And that's obviously because there was something else. The secret to feeling good is to stop feeling bad. Yeah. So obviously a lot of emotions that people feel, um, you know, day-to-day life is hard. Um, so I guess the balance of emotions would be well, I guess on the negative side. Because even when you think about grief, they say that there are seven stages yeah. of grief. Just in that one emotion, there's yeah. seven stages. So I guess Which they pop up though because it's like anger and blame. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah, so that's probably... So if you think about negative thoughts, I guess there's so many stages to get to a positive because place. Whereas when you're happy, you're kind of Happy, like, and then there's a bit more happy. Doesn't but start not being very positive until seven. number seven. Yeah. So I guess it's because when you're in it, it's hard to get out of it. So yeah. there's more. Keep stages. climbing the ladder. We're going, going, guys. But yeah, and um, the other um, thing that she spoke about was the spiritually aligned action method, which I also found to be very cool, and um, that was a, a four step. So, and it's, this is about attracting and, um, when you set something out into the universe, the steps to go through it to actually get what you want to attract. This is the thing that I found the hardest. Yeah. Like leaving yourself up to the universe and the angels will give you what you're sort of thinking. I found this the most difficult and she did a whole meditation around this, Mm -hmm. which went for like ever. Yes. (laughs) And we're all supposed to sort of close our eyes, meditate, and then was this on after lunch? Someone, yes. Yeah, I fell someone. asleep in this one, but I did just eat a pizza, so I was like and very our, full. Like and I'm like, angels or something were supposed to come to us. Yeah, in it. and people were like rattling off angels, like what yeah. they because there was Q and A after every kind we're of like, like section. Archangel Michelangelo <laughs> came to me I'm in like, my meditation. How do you know what he looks like? Yeah, we were like, like what? <laughs> and so obviously they won't come to you. I was off. I, I saw like a. I had like a moment where I thought there was a man standing in front of me, like a dark shadow. And I like mm. open my eyes a bit like, oh, someone's trying to get past me. Yeah. But there was nothing there. Mm. That's all I had. Yeah. But there was no like yeah. Michelangelo, like the, the Ninja Turtles didn't rock up for me or anything. So but when we came back from lunch and we were sitting there, I was like in my chair. And I'm like, yeah, you know, we've had a little like re-energize. And then like the room kind of the lights dimmed again. And then I was like, 
oh my goodness, I'm about to like nod off. I was like, I really hope we start meditating again soon. And we did. And I got like a 10 minute power nap and then I was right to go for the rest of the day. So, you know, make it what you want. But like, I was literally going to be out for the whole afternoon. I was like, you know, when your head does that, oh, no, the person behind me knows I'm I'm nodding. So So what were the four spiritually lined actions? So the... um, it, to give you a little bit more, if you take action from something that is not aligned, it will not happen. Okay. So do less, attract more. Yeah, That's kind of like the message that she's sending. And then the four steps are make sure your desire is backed with love and service, which means if you're trying to do something that doesn't actually um, serve others, you don't love what you do, um, you know, you, you still may be successful with it, but it's going to, it's not going to have the same result. You have to come but she also was trying to say, because I think like the way she initially said it made everyone feel like we all have to do charity or like something, yeah. but she was also trying to say no, because like, say for instance, you're manifesting, you know, I want a better career or a better job yeah. or whatever. Um, and then once you have that job, you're happier. So you're putting out positive energy into the world. So that is of service. So yeah. it doesn't have to necessarily be like- No, like Mother Teresa's service. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, a service that you have to others. Even like here with like your business, like you are helping brands become better. Yeah. Like, you know, and you, but like, you know, <laughs> But you, Look at that. Yeah, but you love what you do and that's, you know, how for me, like I love people and, you know, stuff like that and I want to make them happy and whether yeah. that's in a kitchen or doing something else, like, you know, if you love yeah. what you do, like people get that energy from you. Um, number two um, is a belief system to support it. I didn't really understand that part because... What I got from that was that you have to fully back the universe, have faith in the yeah. universe, having your back. Yeah, which like obviously we're not there yet. We're definitely not there. Uh, I don't know if I'll ever be 100% there. I like to think that they're like my wing gals, but like whether or not like I'd leave it up to the universe like all the time, I don't know it about that. It was kind of like Oprah talks a lot about surrendering to the universe mm-hmm. and there's like, I'll try and make the story really short, but basically Oprah was obsessed with the book The Colour Purple and the yep. character oh, yes. in the book had like a relation to her name and it was like she felt like the stars were aligned to be in that and she it was Steven Spielberg movie obviously in the 80s or something. She auditioned for it, was convinced that it was like the role was for her and then nothing and she was like, stressing I would say manic manifesting yep. over this role and nothing and then she had to go to a fat camp obviously that's the term I'm not saying that myself um because obviously I'm Oprah pretty sure she had, called it that yeah exactly um, isn't a podcast I feel like I've listened it was to on this an episode episode yeah so she um had to go to a fat camp because she had issues with her weight obviously everyone knows Oprah has weight issues up and down weight watchers all that kind of stuff um and so she was out in like a paddock she was describing running around like in a circle to try and like lose weight that was part of the training sweating like the whole thing and she was just bawling her eyes out because she didn't have this role and then she just like said to God like I need to surrender this I need to yeah. let it go and then she was singing this song which is like I surrender yeah la, la, la. and then some man comes running out and he's like into Oprah, the field <laughs> there's, there's a phone call from you and she's like who is it she's like it's Steven Spielberg it was like a the moment after purple. she, yeah, and he was like, get out of the fat camp. You've got to be like a bit like heavier for this role. You've got the role. So she was like, the moment I surrendered it, like yeah. that's when the universe let me. And it's that manic know. manifesting that we we're talking about. Um, take the action. It still doesn't mean like you just sit on your ass and wait for things to happen. You still have to go out there and get the wheels moving. Yeah, you got to apply for the job. If yeah, you're yeah, yeah. You're not like, oh, I'm just like going to get that phone call and yeah, be like, exactly. or picked out in the street. You're like, hey, you come work for me. Or it's like the people that are like, I want to win the lottery. I want to win the lottery. It's like, got to buy a ticket. ticket yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a great analogy, actually. Like you still have to go through the motions. It's not just going to be handed to you. Start, um, you know, 
doing, um, sorry, I was going to repeat myself, like it's going back to the um, like love and service, start doing what you need to do and then it should all follow. But then the most important one for a manic manifester is obviously number four, which is patience. And anyone that wants anything badly enough, that is probably the worst word that you can say to someone because yeah. no one is patient in 2020. Everyone wants everything now. And there were a lot of people in the room who didn't understand that because she kept having question oh. time and people kept going after me and like, hi, I've been manifesting <laughs> this for three months now. When is it going to happen? And she's like, I don't control the universe. Tell me, Gabby, when? Yeah, and she's like, should I give up on this? And she's like, I don't know. You need to decide this for yourself. I know. Like, it was, it was like they really, there was a lot of like Gabby was God. There yeah. was a lot of people there like that which obviously and people that thought it was like a b c a full step process yes. and it's like then you get to z you're done you've got everything you've wanted your life is perfect and we're done and that's not how it is no. because she also spoke about how sometimes adversity can be a redirection to the right path as yes. well and you need to be seeing these difficult times as opportunities yeah so yeah. I wrote down a lot of other things that are like one-liners that yep. resonated with me and I thought maybe we could go through some of those. Yep. Do you want to do that or yes, do you have anything definitely. else on those topics you wanted to discuss? Um, no, I've written down some other ones too. Okay. Um, like things like the what I liked is that you uh, like in modern society you're either religious or not or even you can be come from a religious background but you don't practice anymore. So the word like pray and prayer like sometimes makes people like hairs prick up on their back yeah. because they're like, I don't do that. Like, so what I liked is that she explained is like prayer isn't a religious, well, it can be, but it's whatever you make it. If yeah. it's talking to your, your woo-woos, if it's talking to, you know, your angels or, or it's your, God, yeah, it's yeah. God or Allah, she said, like yeah. whoever you're speaking to, prayer is to whoever directed at that, what your belief. Yeah. So I did like that because, you know, sometimes like, you know, I'm like, oh, can I really call on God after all these years? Like, you know, does he even remember who I am? Yeah, it didn't um, feel like Gabby was doing God. It felt like hers was more spirit. spirit yeah. Whereas we know Oprah, who does a yes. lot with Gabby, hers is definitely God. Yes. So it shows that it can be sort of diversity. Versatile. Yeah. yeah. Um, you can go while I'm going through oh, my cool. notes. So one of the things I liked was that when you attract, when you were grateful, you attract energy of abundance rather than energy of lack. And mm-hmm. so that's something that I try to practice all the time um, and even with my staff last year when we didn't have as many of us now there's a lot more of us every day we'd fill out something that we're grateful for and then we'd read out each other's thing that we're that's grateful nice. for so it was just like something positive that we'd do in the morning that would be yeah. like oh that's nice you know and, you know when they wrote they had a great boss it was really nice no, <laughs> put it in the suggestion box guys it was guys. just a pick me up for me every morning have you seen Pollyanna Totally off track. Like so, a trillion years ago. Yeah. So for those that have seen it, it's like one of my favourite childhood movies. And um, Pollyanna has this thing called the glad game. So oh, it means it in, yeah, it, so in every situation you still need to find something to be glad about. So at a very young age, being exposed to this gratitude, like oh, hidden cute. in a Disney movie, um, but yeah, so like she breaks her leg and she's like, you know, I'm glad I have these crutches to play with. And it's like, you know, it's simple because it's for kids, but I've carried that like Pollyanna mentality oh, through my cute. whole life. I love that movie so much. So if you have any children, go back through your Disney classics and pull out Pollyanna to give them <laughs> kind of a, a basic guide of of what gratitude They'll is. They'll be like, what are these special effects? <laughs> I mean, like, this what is, is like quality? 1D. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Another thing that I like that she went into is like, ask the universe to show you a sign, which I'm having mm-hmm. difficulty with. And like, I, I did what she said. I asked for the sign. It's like, I didn't see the sign. So it was like, it didn't work. I or what I asked for is like, it's not showing me the sign because I shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know and I mean? she went into great detail about that yeah. actually, because people were like getting up and being like, but I asked for the sign and it didn't come. And she's like, that's the sign. Yeah. The sign. And not, it doesn't have to come in like you need, also need to be specific. 
yeah, she said too. Specific. So, you know, in the next 24 hours, show me a sign so you know when to cut it off. You know, like, oh, two years, five months, I still haven't got the sign. So, like, do <laughs> I keep waiting? Or do I, yeah. So I did, like, she was just so realistic. Like, yeah. when people went in the Q&A, when she's like, I don't fucking believe what you're saying. Start yeah. again. I was like, oh. When people were saying, she's like, do you forgive yourself for being negative about yes, this? Yes, and she's yeah. like, yes, I do. She's like, that's a lie. No, you don't. <laughs> And so she goes. Tell me some that. more. But one thing that I was like, that. everyone had to do their like, um, what reached for the next best thought, and every yeah. single person got up, and the next best thought was that they have an amazing daughter, they've got an amazing oh. husband. What about that lady was like talking about like, eating oh her God. children? <laughs> Why oh, would she went on and on and on about? Nom, 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 nom. My kids are so delicious. I'm like, okay, like <laughs> yeah, I like just want to eat them, eat them all up. I'm like. Yeah, everyone said something about their kids and I was like, not all of us have children. And one of the other things that she mentioned, the one of my favourite stories was when she was talking about um, how she'd been on her yoga camp, like her yoga training, and when she'd come home wearing her turban and her like yogi clothes and try and talk to her husband, like, oh, my God, you got to do this. I can't remember his name. And, you know, do this. Oh, no, no, let me get in there and do this. And he'd just like, Gabby, back off. Yeah. And so, like, my like biggest insight is because obviously Eden, I'm always like, no, no, you need to be doing this. Like, I read this book. You should read it. Like it's super attractive girl book. <laughs> like, I'm like he doesn't need to read it, but I'm like I want you to do what I want to do. And yeah. it, um, so she said, take her example with her story was take the turban off when you walk into the door, be the light, and don't push. So basically, don't push your shit onto people. Yeah. Like if one of your friends isn't into it, don't try and convert them. Like also, it won't work because they won't ever believe it. So, yeah. You know. And like if you are owning your own essence, and you know people like what you're doing, they'll come on board themselves. You don't have to be like you know feeding it to everyone every yeah. time and have like you know little parties where you invite people over and try and spread your joy onto everyone. <laughs> like just and it's be like you. you're in a pyramid scheme with <laughs> spirituality. Um, <laughs> let positive thoughts and prayer become a habit that is stronger than fear. That's something I liked. And her mantra was, "Thank you, guidance, for the highest truth and compassion. Thank you, guidance, for making your presence known." And she sort of kept repeating that. Yeah. And there was a lot of stuff about the past too. Don't become a victim of the past. Yeah, Bring I your had story um, to the spirit for resurrection. I had forgive the past, so you know you can be truly free in the present. Yes. And um, probably something that's you know good to kind of end with is fun is the catalyst. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't write that down. That's yeah. interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Of course, I didn't. <laughs> More fun <laughs> in a child, yeah. Courtney. <laughs> but yeah, ha- having fun in what you're doing is like your inner child joy. You know, make making time for fun um, yeah. because that's in the modern world. A lot. That's the last thing some people get around to doing. So I was like, because you know, even um, you know, sometimes we get so caught up in daily routine, and even you know, for me, like my like happiness plan, sometimes it's stressful for me. I'm like, oh my god. I need to go for the walk. I need to do this. I need to do that. And then it's taking what it actually does out of me because I'm trying to squeeze it into a short time frame now that um, I don't have any nannies at home. So, like, Eden and I are doing this, like, balance in the morning. Oh, my God, it's so hard. (laughs) We don't have this, It's becoming, like, like a chore to be spiritual, yeah. Well, like, it's take time out for me is now becoming a chore and I finally get it because my whole children's life I've had help. So in the morning I'm actually more understanding this balance and we've just had all this rain that I'm like, oh, (laughs) <laughs> I've just had all this rain. I'm not finishing on fun. Um, so one of the one things that we did, so um, obviously in Australia we have had, um, you know, the tragic bushfires all happening. And on the day of the workshop, we did the um, our last meditation that we did was a, um, a guided meditation for visual visualization of um, we had to link fingers. Like I don't I know how to explain like that. that. Yeah, I, I was like – 
where Amber was in the safe spot, she was in the middle. Yeah, I'm like, we've just us. been on the plane with a mask and now I have to touch a random's hand. Okay, let it go. We've got anti <laughs> antibacterial in our bags. Um, sorry, hand sanitizer. So we've linked up and I'm like, oh, look. Damn it. <laughs> and so we've There's got, like 2,000 people there. Yeah, 2,000 people in this auditorium. And um, she starts running through the paces and she's like, your beautiful country has been through much. Like, let's start manifesting rain. And she talked us through it. And so we had the music on and she's like, you know, what do you visualise? And for me, I was like visualising like downpouring of rain. So all the dry earth was, you know, getting drenched. And then I could see green sprouts of new plants and new life like coming through. Um, and at the time we were just like, and it was pretty amazing of 2000 people in the one spot kind of like, like 20 minutes, and we 20 had, 30 what, minutes. What do we say? We had to say something at the end. I don't know. It was recall. like a word that was like a Num- spiritual hunt. Yeah. <laughs> like some, something that we something. Know what it means. <laughs> but it was pretty memorizing. Like it took over, yeah. like you couldn't not feel something. So it was a, like a sunny day in Sydney when we went out for lunch. And then um, the, it, the workshop ended and people were doing the whole like photos and book signing and all that. And we didn't stay for that. We walked outside. I'm like, let's go get a cocktail. We need a margarita. We have had a good day. We're feeling all buzzed. And walked outside and it starts raining. And since then, it hasn't stopped raining. And we it's put all the fires out. <laughs> it's put all the fires out and it's flooding. So take what you want from that. But I am very freaked out about it. I've been sending Courtney like pictures of news reports and weathers and being like, it's raining. The fires are going to go out. And she's like, look, it is rain season. I'm like, Courtney, stop. I'm like, I'm like I, I can't believe it. <laughs> I'm like, it is crazy. But yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed that weekend. Yeah, I'd- I really did. I think for me also, like I hadn't been on a girls weekend with any friends in like, I want to say 10 yeah. years. Um, so typically I travel with family and stuff or like with my I, all my friends are like married and have kids and stuff, so they do their own thing, and I don't want to be on that holiday. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> so enough. typically, it's with my my brother's friends, and yeah. it's like a whole group of people. It's not like a girls kind of yeah. weekend. So I really enjoyed that. And I my girls' weekends usually entail like drinking, very late nights, like eating, you know, do, not doing anything kind of proactive. So yeah. to have a workshop thrown in the middle of what was a really fun weekend was with really like and eating. Yeah, with drinking and eating. But there was like no hangovers. We were having no, a couple of yeah, drinks. Yeah, it was all about balance. Exactly. So I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, so I definitely recommend Gabby's book. It is there's a lot of stuff in there. And I wrote so many notes and I am finding it hard to apply all of them. Yeah, and again, baby steps. Process, yeah, yeah. baby steps. I'm with you. And I have started um, because when she was obviously in the workshop, she was talking about other books. So I've recently started the Judgment Detox because of all the books that she was talking about. That one stood out for me the most because I feel like everyone's got that Judge Judy inside them where like, you know, you can't help but do it. So um, it's a really interesting Is it a long one? It looks bigger. No, it was five hours, not eight. Well, I don't know how many pages because I listen to everything. So it said five hours. I'm doing Brene Brown next, I think, and then I might move back to Gabby. I love Brene. But one of the things that I felt really it didn't necessarily resonate with me, but it, it's I'm in a lot of forums and things for health stuff and something that I have heard a lot about in the forums that I think would resonate with a lot of people that I want to like say is that she sort of kept saying that when I get this thing that I've been wanting, I'll be happy. Yeah. But then she was saying it's actually quite the opposite, that when I'm happy, I'll get, get those thing. things. Yeah, that's nice. So way I thought to end. that that was a nice thought. Yes. I definitely like that. And like every other episode, we always have our With Love Ash segment. And this week, my beautiful friends over at James Cosmetics have donated a um, skincare pack to one of the viewers that goes over to Apple Podcasts, rate, review and share. 
And um, yeah, I personally use these products. I know you do too, Courtney, and I love them. I have just tried the wand, which is basically a little face vibrator that (laughs) um, works very well. It just like circulates your blood flow and collagen and helps like keep your face nice and I really actually like it. It's a nice way to like chill from the end of the day, just like... <laughs> I basically but, use an eye mask like every night. But how I close can you go with easy. the eye mask on? Because that was probably I was like, we, I do it over the top of okay, the eye can. mask. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to like mess with the program, so yeah. I have to give. So that my a brother owns the business, so that's why I get yes. the free eye masks all the time, so I can <laughs> do them every night. But not everyone can. And that's how we have such a wonderful gift this week because I hit everyone up. I'm like, hey, let's give some stuff out. So yeah, all right. Well, that's it for today. I do want to oh, say, sorry. guys. You can enter more than once. Like, get your husband's phone, get your kid's phone, get your grandmum's phone, your girlfriend's yeah. phone, whatever, and review on their phone so and, you can enter multiple times. And please share on your social media because yeah. um, I get so many DMs from beautiful people telling me their stories or even people that have said that they have, like, um, shared to another friend and they should reach out and have a listen and everything. But, yeah, I would definitely like our little message that we've got going on to get out to more people. And just the producer in me, I'm just going to ask you guys to do a favour for Ash because Ash may not want to ask herself. But there's a lot of amazing messages happening in Ash's DMs. But for Ash to get this message bigger because she's trying to help people, I really need you to put it in the comments of her posts, like the actual, like where the caption in the post is because that will help with her engagement and it gets it out to more people. So obviously... You're right, that's not something I'm going (laughs) to ask. Even super private... Slide into yeah. her DMs. But if it's something very general, just something nice, we'd really appreciate it if you put it actually in the, the comment yeah. section that people can actually see. And then Mr. Zuckerberg helps like <laughs> push it out to lots yes, of people. Yes, more people can see. But thanks for tuning in. I'll be back next week. And just remember, we're all flawed, but we're also fucking fabulous. This podcast is a part of the Spin Studio Network. To stay up to date with me, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Leave me a review and follow me on Instagram at with Love Ash.